Sorry, I started live in my personal Facebook page, but uh, we're back in the group, and we're going to talk about abandonment today. Just a few things before we get started. Just a couple things I want to talk to you guys about, and one thing is some good advice, uh, and I've we've seen some people in the past get get a little uh, damaged or hurt. Hold on a second. Can we just hold this? Um, regarding uh, some things that they're doing while they're working, guys, please be careful with what you text people. Okay? Not me. I don't care, but... Let's be careful while you're texting folks. You get into these group chats and you talk about things. The first thing your agency is going to do when you come in and they suspect you something, said, they're going to tell you to give, give them your cell phone and you're going to have to give it over or look at a warrant for it, uh, a CDW, and they, they can get that. So just, just be careful what you're texting. If it's something that's real sensitive or you think it gets you in trouble, maybe some funny memes or some shit talking about a supervisor, just make the phone call. Don't text it. Avoid that. That's just some good life advice. Uh, as a law enforcement officer, just watch what you're texting on the phone. Uh, we'll go back. Everybody's guessing the numbers for um, for the classes and how many we have. Damn, Alex, you're trying to win again, but you're not going to win this time. Um, but today we're going to talk about abandonment. I'm going to avoid looking at the comments so I can just get to this abandonment part of it and give you guys some good uh, information. But before we start that again, add your friends to the group, guys. Feel free to add them. As we can see when we when we get requests to join the group that it was you who put them in, we can just approve them right away. We don't have to vet them and go through the questioning and asking for ID and what department they're from. We can just add folks in. And then we tried to sell the shirts today uh, on Facebook. It didn't work out that well. So we actually have the plugin going into our website. So we should have a, the ability to do an e-commerce transaction on our website, hopefully by the end of the week. So you'll have your shirts. I actually have these uh, these embroidered street cop training shirts. I don't know if anybody has interest in them. You, let me know if you have interest in these. We'll have more of these made. I only have quite uh, just a few of them. They're a little more expensive, but they're, they're fancy schmancy. Uh, but let's talk about abandonment. Let's talk about New Jersey. And then the guys who are out of state, um, I imagine that the, it must apply for you in the same circumstances as well. But similar to the federal view, New Jersey defines abandonment as the voluntary relinquishment of all right, title, and claim and possession with the intention of now uh, not reclaiming it. So um, I... Discuss this because somebody called me recently and asked and had a question about abandonment. And unfortunately, the property that he questioned me about wasn't truly abandoned because he failed to do a few things. No big deal. It's a learning lesson. Let's keep it quiet. You know, let it go to, through the court system. Maybe nobody will catch on and, the, and, and it'll be what it is. So I, I have under no, no obligation to make sure that anybody's cases don't go forward because I know some inside detail about it. It's crazy. I had a guy call me recently. and I was like, oh, your case is dead, man. No, it's a, it's a done deal. And he called me like two hours later and he's like, now nah, they, they played out. And I'm like, it's crazy. It's just nuts that these attorneys can't pick up on these things. And now your client who just paid you $2,000, Mr. Attorney is just guilty where he could have been, it could have been easily fixed, easily suppressed case thrown out. If you, if your attorney just read case law, if your attorney just read case law and knew what they were doing, you probably wouldn't be going to jail or paying penalties or pleading guilty, whatever it may be, but it flew. And that's not my business to, to intervene and say, well, hold on a second, because it's a flawed system. But anyway, let's go into this. Uh, in the constitutional context, a New Jersey court will find that a defendant has abandoned property when he voluntarily discards, leaves behind, or otherwise relinquishes his interest in the property in question so that he can no longer retain a reasonable expectation of privacy with regard to it at the time of the search. So there's a few cases that came out. There's ones regarding actual property of people's residences. 
Um, we'll talk about the first one is State v. Johnson, and this is out of North Brunswick in 2008. Perhaps domestic goes on. Um, they get an arrest warrant. Uh, the, the girl walks in and says, hey, my boyfriend, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, Mr. Holloway Jr., who's not the defendant in this case, uh, threatened me with a 45 caliber handgun. North Brunswick police respond to the scene. They have a, a um, search warrant for a domestic violence search warrant. And uh, they go in and there's five people at the house. One guy starts, you know, they arrest him. They do a search of the house. They can't find the gun. And then another guy who's leaving the house, Mr. Andre, I think his name's Andre Johnson. Uh, Andre Johnson grabs a bag with a cigar box in it, starts walking out. The cops stop him like, oh, is that your property? And he's like, oh, well, yeah. And they're like, wait, that's your property? He says, no. And they go, okay, it's abandoned. And they take the property, they open it up, and it's a 45 caliber handgun. And what the courts said was there was three other people in that residence at the time that you didn't ask. So it truly wasn't abandoned property because other people had rights. Let me just read what they said. The duffel bag was not truly abandoned. It was located in a home that was occupied by at least five people, one of whom may have had a property interest in the bag. So if you have people, multiple people there, everybody has to relinquish the right to the property. You can't just assume that one person, one person discards it or disclaims ownership to it means it's already abandoned. You got to cover all your grounds. So it's just a thorough, when you know this, now, you know, next time, it's got to be thorough, okay? And uh, I'm going to the last place. I want to talk about State versus Caraval. Let me just flip a little bit here in my book. So here's what happens with Caraval. This is 2010, and I teach this in my course. Um, Caraval, detectives from uh, State Police call Union City Detectives, and they said, hey, there's a guy coming up from Florida. His name is Mr. Caraval. He is supposed to be carrying uh, a large portion of drugs. So Union City Detectives roll out to the scene. Uh, the bus shows up from Miami that they expected it to be. They encounter Caraval. He matches the description. They talk to him. He says he doesn't have a bag. His story doesn't make sense. They go back onto the bus. About 15 or 20 passengers left. They ask everybody to grab their, their luggage. One piece is left, and uh, they take it out of the bus, and they ask everybody if this is their, their, their luggage, and they say no. They ask Mr. Caraval if it's his luggage. He says no. They open it up, and they find 26 ounces of heroin inside plus identification for Mr. Carval. So he's arrested. And he challenges that saying, you had no right to search it. And the court said, no, 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 it was abandoned property. We had every right to search it. The police had every right to search it because you did not claim ownership to it. Um, they actually had a dog come out and sniff that bag. It was completely unnecessary at that point. I guess they did it. They were they thought they were trying to cover their grounds. It's interesting sometimes when, uh, and I'm not knocking anybody doing for doing a job, but the more case law you know, the better you're going to be at this gig. The more stuff you know, the better you know how to approach these situations. So, they probably didn't need the dog, but they didn't know that. They were just taking reasonable steps. There would be somebody that said, hey, call a dog. That's the best way to go. I'm going to talk about State versus Morristani, 1993. I'm just looking over here to read off my computer. I'm going to slide my other computer over this way. And it says, the driver vehicle has the authority to grant consent of the vehicle. However, this consent does not extend to containers in the vehicle and the car that the driver disclaims ownership and other passengers are present. Police officers should specifically inquire and attempt to ascertain ownership of luggage in a vehicle with several occupants rather than rely on the driver's consent to search. When all passengers deny ownership, it becomes abandoned property uh, with no expectation of privacy, allowing officers to search it as long as there are no apparent or known owners of the property. So if you have a car, a bag in the car, and people are dis- you know, disclaiming ownership uh, and saying it's not theirs, State v. Lee, 1991, you could read that case. And then, of course, for consent searches, you're going to need separate consent um, from the passengers who have. But I don't talk about PC searches. We can go into this another day. Um and hopefully that explains how everybody under, understands abandonment. Whoever's there has to disclaim ownership. Once you can't find an owner, everybody's like, no, it's not mine. And you're looking around and 
if there's three people involved and all three are saying it's not mine, you can open the bag at that point and you can do a search to find out the ownership and whatever you find along those uh, during that search will work for you um, in, in a good search. Let's go back to the numbers. Anybody have any questions?